A recently evicted family moves into a secluded farm in Somerville, Oklahoma. The farmhouse seems haunted. The city is plagued with mysterious earthquakes. The family realizes that the mysteries surrounding them are directly linked to a paranormal event back in 1980s New York. Hey everyone, welcome back to Clubhouse Movies Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Robocaba, joined once again by Mr. Panetta, and today we'll be reviewing Ghostbusters Afterlife, directed by Jason Reitman. You know what they say. What do they say? When there's something strange. And it don't look good. Who are you going to call? Ghostbusters. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> so anyway, uh, this is the long-awaited sequel to Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters 2, by the way. Yes. It does acknowledge uh, the events of what happened in Ghostbusters 2. And also, this movie does something even more important. Tell me about it. Totally scrubbed. Ghostbusters 2016. Yes, it did. It basically said everything up to 2016. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, yes. It's like they tried something in 2016. It didn't work. So let's just like go back and, you know, forget let's, that let's happened. Look the other way. Forget that happened. <laughs> let's do that. <laughs> and then let's make a legitimate Ghostbusters movie. Uh, but I, my initial reaction is when it is, I liked it. And I, I had to see it twice. Yeah. Just because uh, I actually got kind of jumped up in the emotion of seeing of seeing a certain <laughs> certain iconography uh, yeah, man. back on the big screen in, was... in a very pot not not seeing um melissa mccarthy shooting a proton pack and flying down <laughs> yeah like a like fire hose being a total douche it's like come on yeah. be respectable it, yeah it, uh, so so this movie was uh much more of a return to form to me uh, yes a little flawed not perfect. Not not and, perfect at all. If you, but if you listen to our Ghostbusters review for the pre the, the first first one, yeah. I, I will say that is a perfect movie. Greatest one of the greatest movies of all time. And I'd have to agree, man. And you know, you watch this, I can see this being like the next evolution or the next step of a Ghostbusters universe. It's definitely opening up that way. Yeah. So so I'm I'm very happy about that. Um and uh even some of the gripes that a lot of people have with this, I can understand and we'll get into that as we go on further. Yeah. into the story uh but it was it was an interesting experience uh i don't know if i told you this but when i saw it one of the cast members was in the audience you did tell me that and i was just like, you sent me a picture and I'm like, i sent you a picture because he when he when he walked out he was wearing the the rust city uh crew yeah uh crew jacket and that was the code name so no one would know it was a ghostbusters movie that's so freaking um, cool. i think it was the guy in the diner who uh Really, guy in the diner. I think okay. it, I think it was Sidney May Diaz because he was the guy in the diner who was eating like the. Remember when he met Lucky? Uh, there was a uh, there was a bunch of dudes in the diner diner making fun of him, and then they went to the they went to the mining place, oh, and there were yeah. a bunch of like guys. Like, yes. he was one of them. Okay, he was like okay. the lead one or whatever. He was the one. Was like, My name is Trevor. He oh, was, yeah. he was that guy. <laughs> and and the thing yeah. about it was he brought an entourage. Okay, yeah. so every time they showed him, there was like random like ah guy. Oh, yeah. hey guy, <laughs> such a cool guy. I mean, Kid, I kitchen do, I kitchen do worker three. <laughs> um, so that was that was fun. So there was a little bit of extra energy in the uh, yes. in the audience. Speaking of energy, usual. I was exhausted when I showed up to watch this movie. So I was I was in and out of micro naps mm-hmm. for. Just the first half, I would t- I would say maybe 10, 20 second naps. That's too bad because I I think <laughs> I think the first half of the movie was the better half. Let's say really see for me, it, I get it. I see like it, it's where this movie becomes a coming of age movie, and it does build up these characters as you can you know. Well, so I that like way you feel for them. I like sequels that don't feel like the first movie. And, I agree, and I'm to me, way. this movie opened kind of like a. Like a spooky pro- prospector yeah. in the prologue. So uh, in, in the prologue, we see a, a familiar-looking character, a silhouette of a man, a silhouette of a man doing <laughs> doing uh, doing spooky things doing? and being chased. By the way, I, I saw this uh, again, right? And I just yeah. noticed the Evil Dead nods, and there were more of them as I kind of went along. Really? Yeah. Damn. The first was him crossing like the bridge when they went to the cabin. They had to cross the bridge, but in the Evil Dead, oh. the the bridge actually dissipated and explodes. So I was actually yeah. expecting that, but then they cut directly to the drafter force chasing after him. So just like the POV. Yeah. That, was, that was pretty cool. That's from Evil Dead, like directly. I didn't know that. Yeah. So uh, that was pretty cool. But but uh, to me, this was uh, was cool because it was Egon, 
right? Yeah. Oh, no. The no, thing that sold it for me was like the moment I saw him, I was like, I, I am for sure in this movie right now. Yeah, it was it was uh, it was nice to see him, but he was by himself. Yeah, man. And we don't know exactly who he was fighting against because it was like, like I said, Evil Dead. You don't see what the creature yeah. is, but you see him holding up the trap like he's going to trap the thing. And he's holding it out. He's holding it out, but he also has clearly a bigger trap. Yeah. Uh, primed, it's a trap of a trap. A trap of a trap. And then he pushes it and it doesn't work. And then he's like, uh-oh. But did you notice that he had the, the PKE meter? I call him a tricorder sometimes. Yeah. And he was holding and it had a stun gun at the top. Yeah. Yeah. So he was ready to... To, to get like, to, to get to get uh, busy with these guys, and he uh, was wearing his commando boots and everything. He was ready, man. He was ready to fight. He's and, seen some stuff. <laughs> like you can just from the quick glimpses of New Egon that we get to witness, he is a completely different man. You can tell time has passed without seeing yes. much of him at all. Yeah, exactly. And uh, and he sits down on the couch where he hides the trap, and he sits on the couch. Yep. And the funny thing is my, my brain told me where I actually wish I had not seen any trailers to this so much because my yeah. brain put like where the trap was. Yeah. You just saw him put it in a hole when I saw it again. So like you didn't know where it was. Yeah. Um, but he hid the trap and then the as ter- soon as he sat on that couch, I was like, oh man, the terror dogs got him. Yeah. Just like they got a, I knew exactly just like what they was going to happen. It was so sad. I was like, oh, but, but, but they, they, uh, the thing about it is Egon is, uh, the grandfather to the children, the main characters, yes. and you know, the dad to the mom. And his his mom is really, or his daughter is really bitter. They're bitter and... So so yeah, to me, I've met people who have had kids and families and turned into completely different people. Yeah. And maybe like Egon just sort of freaked out and ran out. And I could kind of see him being that antisocial dude. I mean, he was a very just dry dude. It didn't look like he had a... It didn't look like he had the ability to have any kids just based on his persona. So I'm kind of interested to see who his uh, wife would have been or his, you know, baby yeah. mom would have yeah, been. Yeah, so I'm wondering. Who, who who would who would drive him away from teamwork? <laughs> yeah, I know, man. It's it's crazy. And the thing is, I thought for a while it was Janine. So did I. Um, but she still took care of him after, apparently. Yeah, so it couldn't have been I don't think it was, I don't think it was... Well, Janine, yeah, it couldn't because then, 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 then the mom uh, mm-hmm. would have considered Janine to be her mom. Yeah, right? she wouldn't have looked at her like, "Who are you?" Yeah, Callie. Yeah, Callie. That's who plays the daughter. Yeah, plays the daughter. So let's let's let's, let's talk about the main character. So Callie's the the mom. Yeah, the mom. I think she was a kind of a lousy mom. Like there were a lot of points where she was just kind of like passed out while like yeah. things, spooky things were happening. Spooky things. She had like a probably a crappy crappy bottle of wine somewhere. <laughs> She's passed out. Yeah, when spooky th- things are happening, and Phoebe, the daughter, is walking around going, "What the f is this?" Yeah, Phoebe did a really good job. Uh, she 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 really played at Egon's uh, yeah, granddaughter. Kind of Grace nailed the and, Egon granddaughter thing. And I think for the first time, I think Finn Wolfhard kind of grew out of Stranger Things. Yes, me. this I'm, is the first time I didn't see him as Stranger Things kid. Yeah, I I didn't even think about Stranger Things until you just mentioned it. Yeah, because I saw it, and I'm like, oh. Pfft. Stranger Things kid. Yeah, but he cusses now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's that's what it was. But uh, it, it, they did really drive home the the layered motif of him liking cars. Yes. Because they, 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 you meet him like watching car YouTube videos. Yeah. You meet him fixing the car when they're driving. So uh, so they, they built that layer. So that was that was good so, work. So it wasn't unnatural to see him behind the wheel of the Ecto-1 just... To be the driver. Just, man, being the absolute driver. He was the wheel man. Exactly. I say exactly too much, but anyway, uh, <laughs> so they get they get evicted from uh, their uh, their apartment. Yes, and uh, Egon, since he died and he's their grandparent, and we don't know. I don't know if we necessarily know it's Egon yet, but it clearly is Egon. Come on, man. Yeah. I mean, um. So they move out to the farmhouse in Somervale, Oklahoma, because that's the only place for them to go. Yeah, to go farm dirt, <laughs> as we find out that everybody thinks Egon is a dirt farmer. <laughs> you know, seeing this again, you saw Egon drive past like the city, and like you know that city by the end of the movie. So it's yeah. kinda, it's kind of cool. Like it was man it, going back. Just so this movie this was, was made well. It was. I think uh, you know it was made by directed by Jason Reitman, right? Wait, who's why is Jason that? Reitman is the son of Ivan Reitman, who directed the first one. I was like, why does that name sound familiar? He's made a lot of indie movies, and yeah. also he was in Ghostbusters too. There's a scene where they uh, they resorted to making. Um, doing birthday party appearances as the Ghostbusters. 
and, and, about that. Yeah, and then and then they're like dancing the song, and then some punk kid comes up to me. He's like, "My father says you guys are full of crap." And he, I, I saw that scene again recently. And then <laughs> mom's like, "Jason," and she, he's like, "It's okay." That was him. So he was, okay. he was the boy who 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 crapped on the Ghostbusters. That's funny, man. So you know, and then me being like super hyped to see Ghostbusters two back then, thinking, yeah. "Stupid kid." Freaking childhood <laughs> as a kid, <laughs> stupid kid. You, you know how much I'd want suck. the real Ghostbusters to show up, <laughs> like the real ones. It was like Winston and Ray, yeah. like dancing the Ghostbusters theme. That'd be the greatest thing ever, man. Oh uh, yeah. So yeah, they they move uh, to this uh, this dirt farm, um, yes. and it, the one thing that another thing that kind of a uh, wasn't a perfect overlaying of this movie is like to me they didn't explore the house like they just kind of yeah man they kind of just came in well, well, and stumbled upon it well they go to the house they stumble upon it we do see um kind of what is his name we see trevor finn wolford um we see him you know as phoebe and callie enter the house he's traveling you know he's going exploring around the house so we don't see a lot of it. We just see a camera kind of sneakily following him. You assume something's going to jump out. I don't know if you recall that. Yeah. I felt like something's gonna, something was going to jump out behind the cars, but I'm assuming that just alluded to him finding the cars. The Ecto-Mobile. Well, the, yeah, thing the, about, Ecto. the thing about this, this movie is it had some video game mechanics, and I'll get further into it. I'm curious to hear these. Yeah. Uh, but this first uh, video game mechanic is... Uh, Doors open only when like you progress yeah, with the, the game. light, yeah, <laughs> literal light, like lighting. Yeah, light. yeah, yeah, exactly. Like there, there was a, uh, there was a, there basically, were, yeah. <laughs> there was a, uh, the PKE meter was was showing them where to go. Yeah, and that's a video game mechanic. And there's actually a couple more. I'll that's get a, into. That is like such a video game thing, man. Um, so to me that was that was pretty funny. Uh. And they really played that Phoebe was the nerd, so she like yeah. flat out picked the lock to get in. Like, dude, she sold this character, man. It was so much fun to watch her act. It, like, I'll say my favorite part with uh, Phoebe was when she was having an exchange with Mister Gruberson, played by Paul Rudd. Is they had this little. Uh, this I got, little, I liked Mister Gruberson. I did too. I expected him to be in the movie more for some reason. I I did too, and I was kind of hoping uh, he would be a little bit more of the Ghostbuster side as opposed to the uh, Rick Moranis side yeah. <laughs> of the story. But now, but then you're but like, it works. Oh, it's Paul Rudd, and you can totally see it. And, and it worked better for. I think it worked better. Yeah, for I was gonna say. I was like, I'm glad they didn't let him act more so because it would have stolen the show from the coming of age of this movie. Not only that, but uh, to be Mr. Gruberson, like it was really good. But he really channeled Will Ferrell in this movie. Hey, yeah. <laughs> You know, okay, guy. <laughs> like a lot of that. <laughs> you probably had to get in the mind of Will Ferrell since he's starting in a show with Will Ferrell on Apple Plus TV. So, hey, you never know. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. So, Will Ferrell. No, Will Ferrell. Uh, uh, so, so, Paul Rudd did Gruberson. So, my favorite exchange between Phoebe and Gruberson was when they were talking about. He's the uh, summer school teacher. Yeah. Right so, right. he's the summer school teacher. They're talking about seismology and all this stuff. And he's talking about geometry. And uh, he says <laughs> the stupidest thing. And I have it written down right here. Okay, well, I got, I'm primed here. Okay, and uh, he talks. He says a geometry joke, and then she goes back to him, and she says, no, "He says, he oh, says, he says, do you know how many? Uh, I, I triangulated the position of all yeah. these earthquakes." And she's like, is, do you, do, "Are you sure you had uh, enough?" Uh, she's like, "Did you have three of these?" She's like, "I know how many sides are in a triangle," and she's like, "I thought you were being obtuse." <laughs> and then she does this slow one-eyed wink. <laughs> <laughs> Where her face is completely static except for one eye blinking. <laughs> Did you notice that her her uh, jokes were getting progressively worse? They were <laughs> <laughs> like they were like so like the first few were like oh I, you know I can, I can make these work. But then later on she's like you know what do you call a dead walrus? Anything he's dead. Oh, it was a dead. What do you call it? I think a dead pig. Dead. I was like anything you want, it's dead. And I was like that is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or, or even at the end she's like. Uh, she, she, we'll get there, I guess. Yeah, we'll get there. We're we're jumping ahead here. Yeah, right? we're, we're jumping ahead, but the, the you know they they just got progressively worse as yeah. as as time went on. And, and also, you know, Mr. Gruberson was playing like the worst movies. He's like, <laughs> so, uh, well, I got this VHS player. We'll play yeah. Cujo. <laughs> he said Cujo. I laughed. I laughed out loud. <laughs> yeah, me too. And I, I was the only one laughing because I don't think people knew who Cujo was. I, I know. <laughs> you just hear me like Cujo. <laughs> this is the best choice for this movie. <laughs> 
<laughs> and later on, um, because I was just watching the new Chucky series with my friend, and then like, <laughs> and then you see freaking <laughs> Chucky on the screen, dude. I was like, <laughs> I was writing a note, look up, and I'm like, what the freaking hell is going on up here? Well, anyway, so that that's going on. Um, so Phoebe at night, yeah. uh, she has a chess set, and the chess set uh picked uh, it, it fell on the floor. Yeah. She picked it up, set it, and then like one morning she looks and there's a piece that's moved, and, she, and then she moves yeah. the next piece. Upon move to upon move moved and then um she came back from school and then the the, the horse moved or she moved the yeah. horse or something but then she like she ate a guy and then the other one ate a guy then the ghost yeah. ate a guy and knocked it off yeah so like she, very very angrily yeah very angrily and that's when she realized that the pke mater uh was trying to communicate with her and that's yeah. the video game mechanic where yeah. she was like it was lighting up in the direction that she was supposed to go yeah and that this is the video game mechanic because you have the thing that tells you where to go yeah and then she goes past her lousy mom who's just passed out like on the <laughs> yeah. she's on the kitchen table snoring she has, yeah she's snoring she has a half empty glass of what looked like brandy or yeah. wine and she, phoebe's just following the light following the light and then uh, a door opened that wasn't there before or i mean it's, you guys didn't think to like go down that fireman's pole in the in the yeah. shed and if you see the first one, you know Egon was into spores, molds, and funguses. Yeah. <laughs> so she goes down the fireman's pole, you know, call back to the original. Yep. And uh, she sees the the Ghostbusters mold. crap. Yeah, the Ghostbusters crap. And then she sees spores, mold, and uh, probably spores, fungus. molds, and funguses. And, uh, and then he's possessed the light, and the light can, like, move. And, yeah, like, so it's like, things. it's that, like, like that tri-bend light that can move onto everything. You know what, though? In, in Evil Dead... Yeah, there's a scene where that gets possessed and Ash is like dancing with it, and they're both no way. Like, yeah, but I thought <laughs> the like Luxo lamp that was either an Evil Dead or the uh, Pixar guy. Okay, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, no, I know the, the Pixar, Pixar logo, the, the Luxo lamp. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that that was that, and then uh, Egon from Beyond the Grave was instructing her how to repair the proton pack, and he's like, yeah. she's, she's like, like, how did you build a nuclear accelerator so small? And it just like points to all the degrees. Yeah, he's <laughs> just at the wall. <laughs> It's pretty good. And she's like, makes sense. And yeah, you know what else happened uh, b- between the scenes here? Tell me. George Lucas esque fades. Did you notice that? Like cross fades? Yeah. <laughs> it was it was good, man. It like uh, now that we're talking about it, because I was frazzled after watching this movie, it's it's just getting better as we're talking about it. Yeah. I, I that's why I was saying this first act. And it seems like you remember much of the first act, by the way. Yeah, no. Um <laughs> Actually, uh, those micro naps was, was pretty good. <laughs> um, and I think another, I don't know about you, but a, a, a kind of a gripe. I have a handful of like gripes, mm-hmm. maybe too many kids stuffs. Yeah, and, uh, that's and, that's what put me off a little bit because, you know, as a Ghostbusters fan, you're I didn't expect to see a coming of age movie. I was like, am I watching Super 8? Yeah, it was it was a little too kiddy, and then um, in in Mr. Gruberson's class, she meets podcast, which is like yeah. this this weird kid who's always recording everything. Yeah, it was a podcast play, played by Logan Kim, and I will say he played that little character pretty he play, expertly. He, he man. did play a weird little uh, like nerd kid, weird little nerdy kid. The microphone was way too big, by the way, <laughs> yeah. picking up everything around them. Don't use the zooms shotgun mic yeah, for that kind kid. of thing. Stupid <laughs> kid. Uh, Probably has like a thousand dollar Sennheiser pointing to listen to everything. Yeah, it was. And where are his parents, by the way? Yeah, this kid was just running around. He had this cool looking moped with a seat on it, and yeah, he's just going around. And he has his shotgun mic, just like he has it in his satchel, like in a like a load, like he's whipping out a shotgun. It's it's the funniest thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, parents not to be seen. Yeah, parents not to be seen. They. Uh, she she ends up finding the trap because I, at some point the yeah you know the the the, the trap. iconic if you're, trap. If you're watching us on YouTube, we actually have a vintage trap hanging in set. A vintage like uh, OG uh, toy yeah. trap. Yeah, it, it actually in, opens still. I think. But yeah, it's I covered know. in OG dust too. That's yeah, probably good thirty years of dust right there. I know, right? I, and you know this. I've had this since like nineteen like eighty six, maybe. Holy crap. Yeah, it's, and you know, it's still in pretty good condition. Yeah, something strange in this neighborhood. Yeah, well, anyway. There you go. Dude, if you broke it, I'd be so like, dude, my, <laughs> my childhood. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, isn't everybody's childhood broken? <laughs> I can never time that right. <laughs> uh, yeah, so she finds the trap. She brings it to Mr. Gruberson's class. Yeah. 
uh, who's a seismologist, by the way, who came to this to find the source of all these earthquakes and could, yeah, for so. some reason, never went to the old spooky mine, by the way. Yeah. Uh, let's go to the old spooky mine. Oh, and, oh yeah. And that's, we, we, we skipped over podcast taking, uh, taking uh, Phoebe to the old spooky mine where they yeah. find the Gozer temple. Yeah. They find the freaking Gozer temple and it has this like huge shroud on it. It's yeah. It looks spooky and yeah. uh, it's made by Ivor Shandor, the guy who made uh, Dana Barrett's uh, apartment. So they acknowledged that. Th- yeah. That, that, I liked how they brought that all back in. Well, it made sense because that was uh that was always alluded to. This isn't like new to the mythology. Yeah. yeah. I like how had, they just like, they had hey, to look, mine selenium girders. Why would you build time. selenium girders to build a thing, I don't know. So they, they explained that in the first one. Dogs and cats living together, <laughs> mass hysteria. No, I watched that again. Uh, there, there, that I saw that scene where they're in the uh, the jail, and you see Vinkman like, "Oh, so be good for goodness' sake," <laughs> and you're like, "Oh." Like he was trying to make a musical. Yeah, I told you, man. <laughs> he's, that he guy's coming. He tries it twice. <laughs> he tries it a couple of times, yeah. uh, and he gets shut down. It's no kiss. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Yeah, I was listening to us. I was like, Ghostbusters the musical. Speaking of Ghostbusters the musical, I actually thought the music to this movie was perfect. I can't even recall any of the music. I have to watch this. It again. was they 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 used the 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 original theme. I forget who wrote it. Uh, Elmerstein or something. Yeah. And a new guy who I've never heard, heard of before, but he got he pulled the original music and kind of married it perfectly with an almost John Williamsy score. Okay, I gotta so, listen to this. So I, I'm really happy about that. But yeah, so Phoebe knows about the Gozer Temple. I don't think she knows what Gozer is just yet. But yeah, they, but they do find a spooky book that explains the Gozer and the There's terror. There's always dogs. a spooky they, book. The, the gatekeeper and the key master. Yeah. But they have <laughs> they have the traps. They bring in Mr. Gooberson, and he's like, "Oh my God! It's like a you know, you've seen this in the trailer, probably thousand times. Yeah, he's like, is, is that a replica? It's a killer replica. What a ghost trap! You know what a ghost trap is? Yeah. Actually, like, yeah, po- podcasts. Uh, yeah, like this. One, I think she said this was born. This was a. Uh, Whatever. This was 20 years before we were born. Yeah, a podcast since he does a uh, mystery podcast or whatever. (laughs) He didn't know that there was an actual ghost uh, epidemic (laughs) in 1980s New York. He didn't know about Vico the Carpathian. Yeah, he was... (laughs) He said, uh, what did he say? He said, I'm embarrassed. Yeah, I'm embarrassed. <laughs> I am in shame or something once, once he said that. So then they realized that the trap was actually occupied. Yeah. It's like you see Paul Rudd's face zoom in on it and you see a little ghost fart. Poof. Yeah. He's like, is this real? And that's when they take it to the uh, like a like a yard or a, yeah, a bus you, yard, a bus yard or I think they're all like like a junkyard pretty much or something. Yeah. But uh, he, he Jerry rigs it. They talk about dangerous sciences. Mm-hmm. He's like, you want to learn history? That's that's safe. Science is dangerous. It's atom bombs. And then he ju- <laughs> he he jumps the thing. And then like this was a pretty good jump scare. Yeah, did it? I saw an IMAX. It was like <laughs> <laughs> everything. I was like, my son jumped. I didn't. <laughs> I knew it was gonna. Happen. You knew it was happening, but it was pretty good. Um, good. and uh, who comes out? But the uh, the terror dog. Yeah, the freaking terror dog. And he look. The thing is, I love that they made it look like it was the terrible claymation that they did in the yeah, past. The, and the way they sat it down was just like the original. When you see it like run, you see it like slipping, and it's just like <laughs> the original claymation guy. You're like you're so. But dumb. but but the, when you see the terror dog, it's either in like a fo- uh, fog or a uh, yeah. or a, a, a briefly computer animation. But we actually see some like hardcore uh, physical terror dog too. Yeah, like some real like looking. Um, animatronics there so hey hats off to seeing the terror dog again it was good but but before that uh, she showed him remember uh, paul rudd showed him the the youtube video of the ghostbusters yeah they're doing their it was the one video that we see where they're just introducing themselves that and also the finale for the first ghostbusters you see them yeah you see them like high-fiving everybody and like it's like a big thing they come out they're all covered in in stay puffed stay puffed uh which looks uh dangerously like uh shaving cream oh i couldn't tell (laughs) (laughs) right uh, but she fixes the ghost trap. Yeah, and this part kind of happened a little too easily, I think. Where they fixed the uh, they fixed the, the 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 proton pack. That's what it was. So, yeah. So her and podcast they fixed the proton pack. And then they just go shooting cans, and then the cans the whole thing just explodes. She's like, "Oh my god, yes, that was awesome!" You just then they just kind of run into a ghost. Yeah, it was, and it was it was too fast. I mean, I get it. The this, movie's, movie's got to happen. The movie's got to happen. It was already a long movie at this point. So it's yeah, just it like, was. And I, I think, an, I think my biggest, biggest, biggest problem with this movie is there weren't enough ghosts. Yeah, there for what really? it was, there wasn't enough ghosts. And yeah, albeit uh, one of the main characters was a ghost. Yeah, but uh, there were opportunities to sneak in more ghosts. Yeah, more, let them use their gear. And um, it was such cool gear because we didn't get to see the gear used 
this way in the original Ghostbusters, here we get to see a lot of car action. Yeah, so we see we see this nibbler ghost. Yeah. I forgot the name, but he likes to eat metal. Yeah. And he barfs metal. And by Spits this spits it all out and shoots you with it. Like yeah, with like bullets. And I think, man, this is really dangerous. Yeah. And I know we we've alluded before, we're like, I'm pretty sure like the proton pack will chop you in half. So now we got it'll, these kids. It's a nuclear pack on your back. It'll yeah. go kaboomy. I just remember like podcasts, like, let me play with a gun next. I'm like, woof. <laughs> yeah, I was like, no. It's <laughs> like so her checker somewhere, like, yeah, I'm like, no play, no play with a gun. Yeah, put it down. Where's the, go go fall, find an adult. <laughs> Oh, Where's Paul Rudd? He knows he knows how to handle this thing. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> uh, so I, actually, I thought that would have been Paul Rudd's place in this movie to be like the adult. Yeah, to be like. Mm, I think I think that was my. I think that was what I was kind of hoping for as this movie went on, but uh, that alas didn't happen. So they uh, they start trying to trap. Oh, this is where more video game mechanics came in. This mm-hmm. is the first time I realized the video game because I've played multiple multiple Ghostbusters video games. Okay. I've never played one. I have, including... I've played, played Luigi's Mansion, though. I know. But anyway, <laughs> including old DOS Ghostbusters games. No way. And DOS? Even, yeah, even the most recent one, which is actually really good. It's yeah. actually like a Ghostbusters 3 kind of story where they they fight uh, a Gozer again. But anyway, yeah. in the, all those games, they have one very similar mechanic where you have to... Tr- catch the ghost yeah but you have to trap the ghost too and i remember like podcast throwing like they, she had the ghost on the regular beam and it was like yeah, trap. She, she had it and then um the guy miffs the trap yeah when he threw it it just slid and he's like side. oh raspberries <laughs> <laughs> i remember playing those stupid games and miffing the trap so many times it, I, you know what's crazy i didn't appreciate how difficult that would actually be until i saw him mess up yeah and i'm like oh the raspberries i was like yeah it never just lands there <laughs> Yeah, I remember playing video games, and then that mechanic came up like every single time where you had to like get the trap in the right spot. Oh man! And like, and it then, sounds like fun actually. I think it was more frustrating. Well, yeah, I was always maybe. so frustrated by like, okay, you got to get to catch the ghost because you got to catch the ghost I've first. Played, I've played Harry Potter games. You trying to cast spells with two joysticks? This does not work. Oh yeah, it's just as frustrating. It's like nah. Uh, and I have more. Harry, I have a Harry Potter nod at the end of this one. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll get to nods <laughs> uh, definitely. Uh, there's a lot to talk about in this movie, but. Uh, they, 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 the ghost gets away, and mm-hmm. then somehow they end up uh, back on the road where they run into uh, Finn Wolfhard. After uh, he's been shredding with a freaking Ecto-1. Shredding all the wheat, making beer with that thing. From yeah, what I hear. man. Dude, it was the coolest freaking scene, and it's the scene everybody saw in the trailer where he's... Well, you didn't see. It was Egon who helped him put it back together. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. You see the, you just see the, the, the wires. The ground. Green. We yeah, re- reattaching themselves. Yeah, it was cool. Uh, and but, the hood slams open, but or slams down, and when it slams down, the garage is open, and he just yeah, he just he just takes that thing out, but then he lands on the on the main road, and he runs into uh, to Phoebe, his sister, yeah. and podcast. Like we got to catch a ghost. He's like, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> and then, well, let let me go go back as a car guy, a guy that loves cars. The way this freaking car flew and landed so acutely on its front left side tire i was like how did this stunt car not bend in half well it was a stunt car yeah but still man it plus maybe so egon was carrying it yeah probably we'll get we'll, we'll leave it up to the mythos there if you if, if you watch the first one the thing for whatever reason was also always kind of drifting and everything yeah, so it's all wobbly i stuff. think it's i a, think i think uh what's his name ray put probably put in some uh, heavy duty shocks in that thing oh probably we'll, we'll see that we'll leave this one up to ray good job ray yeah and, and they still it, it still held up uh but they they chased this nibbler guy all around yeah. town they had a police scanner they're like something's eating the police car something's yeah. eating that and like we'll find so this thing whatever eight left like and, glowing ectoplasm and everywhere. i love that freaking uh what's your call i love that trevor just immediately is like all right he's like already driving and he's like cool okay like, let's, let's just get in the car yeah so, so they, th- they go and they take off and they're just ghost busting. They're drifting around town, man. <laughs> busting makes me feel good. <laughs> uh, I'm like, wait, didn't that didn't work? Press that one hard enough. Yeah. So ah, she, that's what she said. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, anyway. Oh uh, no, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> didn't make sense on that one. He's not happy with that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they chase this guy downtown, and then they destroy like they, they, they find oh, the thing yeah. as a gunner seat, which is from the cartoon, by the way. Yes. In the car- I'm like remembering all of this. The, the the cartoon had it actually on the roof of the car, mm-hmm. but this one had it off the side. But that that it was even the video game too. I think it was um, super freaking rad, man. The way the the door just shotguns open, the girl just slides right out. Yeah, it w- it was it was pretty cool. Uh, and then they actually missed that ghost again. Yes, and they had to chase it back to the. Uh, what do you call? It? They well, had to we chase forgot it. to mention the cool RC car that drops out from below. Oh, the, the RC car. car trap. 
Yeah, the RC car trap was, I think, the coolest thing ever. I'm like, I need to go on Amazon now and buy one of those cars and stick a trap on it for no well, reason. What they should do now is put, you know, a uh, an actual like camera on the top of the trap RC car so yeah. you can actually see. Like, That's for the Home Alone version. We call that, we, yeah, we call it the upskirt. <laughs> the, <laughs> the, the upskirt, upskirt no. <laughs> but, uh, you know, just for just for the hell of it. Um, but but yeah, that would definitely help. But you put a little crosshair on it. Yeah, uh, just like just like in Home Alone, dude. I'm but they you. they kept miffing <laughs> that that one too. Yeah, so they many times, man. That's that, again that video game trap logic. And the other thing was the ghost uh, finally escaped. Yes. and it and it took the it, for some reason it took the road back to yeah the it's uh, like ghost. You can go anywhere you want. Why are you yeah. floating on a road? Well, to the movie's credit, a ghost is a former human. In some That's way. That's true. So it probably would try to take roads before it would realize that it can move like a bird flies. Yes. Uh, yeah, I heard somewhere that was played by Josh Gad too. Somehow he did of the motion. Of course, played by Josh Gad. I, if, if it's not, I'll cut that. But that's what that's what I heard. And then they take him. They find him back at Evor Shandor's um, mine, yes. where I think they should have found multiple ghosts. Yeah, dude, not just one. Because that. You know, we don't really. Exp- I guess they never really explained where all the random ghosts came from before. Yeah, but just them stumbling upon a ghost was kind of random. Yeah, they should they should they should have had them just riding with Wolf. Yeah, it was like Trevor. they just gave them enough to deal with. Yeah, like hey, they're kids. Let's hold off a little bit. They're shooting off proton packs, but hey, let's hold off a little bit on these ghosts, okay? But they catch that ghost in the um, in the car in the car in the uh, just just before they got to the mine. Yeah. And that was uh, Trevor realized that that's where him and his idiot friends were, were playing the yep. other day, and they heard weird noises. Actually, they did hear ghosts like coming from the yeah. the mine. Okay, saying, so it said dozer. Yeah, and they did see creepy things. So maybe that's where the ghost came from. Okay, so that makes sense. So okay, okay, like, we'll, oh, a little bit of sense. We'll give it to you, weird Ghostbusters afterlife logic. Um, <laughs> uh, so that that was pretty fun. Uh, yeah. And then when they get back in town, they get arrested. Yeah, they were so getting arrested for yeah, that. They get r- arrested by uh, I forget who's it, Sheriff Dominic or something. Or, I forget his name. But he ends up yeah. being Lucky's dad, which is uh, yeah, which is Trevor's makeshift girlfriend at, at, at the moment. Yeah, so he's played by Bokeem Woodbine. He's come out in a lot of stuff. He was a bad guy in the Spider-Man movie. Was he? Yeah. Which one? In um, oh, he was the bad guy in in the far uh, uh Homecoming, right? Yeah. He was a, he was a secondary villain. He was a secondary villain. That's what it was with that's, the vulture. That's what I was thinking. I, I don't remember him being a primary villain. Yeah, he was a secondary villain. Okay, so I remember him. So they let them out of jail really easily. Right yeah. when um, right when uh, the mom uh, Callie was having a date with yeah. Mister Gruberson. I remember so, even the ghost like zipped by them while they yeah, were talking, right in front of their faces. Uh, but he was like, "Oh man, cool stuff on the table." Yeah. <laughs> Actually, the, 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 <laughs> I think I think the best joke of the movie where. Was where Trevor was like behind Mr. Gruberson, and then the mom Callie was like like standing like next to him, and she's like, "You were supposed to be watching her, watching her." Oh yeah. And then Paul Rudd's like, "Me? Yeah. Not you? Oh, okay." Yeah. <laughs> He's like, "Oh, I just got mom scolded. Holy crap!" Oh me? Yeah. <laughs> I like how he immediately got acting like he was in trouble. Yeah, he's like, good. He's like, did you catch anything? It's in the trap. Oh wow, you guys are in so much trouble. But did you catch anything? Yeah, yeah it was good. Uh, actually, that was a pretty good that solution to that that video game problem that they had. By the way, yeah, when the the trap was in a jail within a jail. Yes, but uh, good. but maybe we'll get into that as as time goes on because I think uh, at this point uh, everything is kind of going to hell, Ghostbusters style, right? Yeah, this is when unfolds. this is when uh, I guess everyone's just mad at everybody, and then Mr. Gruber's. Uh, Gruberson goes to the Walmart, mm-hmm. and uh, I saw my. He I stands saw, in front of a of an aisle that has Baskin Robin ice cream in there. <laughs> really, Baskin Robin ice cream? Oh, wow! Yeah. Oh, you think Jamoka? Mm, so tasty. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, uh, but yeah, you do see people running frantically out of the the Walmart, like in the yeah. background, like almost like Shaun of the Dead. Remember yeah. when he was look, getting ice cream? Actually, because that's a, the, their thing. Well, yeah, he was, was getting ice cream. People were just like, Wah! yeah, when I saw that, I was like, this is like, this has to be a nod to Shaun of the Dead because he's completely oblivious to what was happening around him. And he's just looking down at the ice cream. Went, mm. And that's when he run in, runs into the little uh, marshmallow man. Yeah, first them and then the devil dogs. But you know what's funny? I was thinking about Evil Dead. This is actually another Evil Dead one because uh, Ash has ran into multiple little Ashes before and had to fight them. Damn, I need to watch more of Ash. Yeah. Do okay. Ash stuff. Well, uh, word on the street is there's a Evil Dead-like movie out there Oh, that takes place during the holidays, which, uh, Sounds... we, may or, which we may or may not have to visit oh. since, you know. 
Keep keep listening. Yeah, listen. Keep watching. Oh, uh, but anyway, he uh, he's he's plagued by these little marshmallow men who are very suicidal and happy about. It. Remember when he uh, <laughs> who was that guy? Remember oh, the Pillsbury the, Doughboy? Yeah, and then, then he gives him like a mean look for like a second. He's like, we need to coin that laugh into a button, <laughs> but then a drop. Good thing you don't know how to do it. Anyway, um, yeah. So then he runs away from these guys, and they're like blending each other and making s'mores out of each other. Yeah, it was, like, it's pretty. That was freaking hilarious. Yeah, it was pretty creepy. Then he runs into a very practical terror dog eating dog food. Yeah, face uh, all up into a giant bag of dog food. And that's when the uh, the little Stay Puff Marshmallow Man come by wearing uh, uh, on a Roomba. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Then did you notice they had run one of them over already? No. There was a streak of one behind it. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I was laughing pretty good, man. Yeah. Uh and then the terror dog chases him back to his car and then the windshield's gone because of their the first experience with the trap. <laughs> yeah, it blew out the window. And he just dukes of hazards it into the car. <laughs> I thought he was gonna slide over. I'm like, why is he sliding to the passenger side? And I was like, oh, he's going into his car. Yeah, that was pretty into cool. Into his freaking little Corolla from like 1995. <laughs> yeah, and then that's when the terror dog just like jumps on top of his car and perches itself on his on his engine. Yeah, and just pops the tires and then what what gets the attention of the terror dog? What do you mean? Oh no, something he looked over and it was going down. I I forget that he actually goes and takes him over. Yeah, he yeah, so. he he actually possesses him uh Tully style. Yeah. So he's like, I am the, what did he become? He became, uh, I am the gatekeeper. No, I am the, the key master. Key master yeah. the, you know, the, the male part. Yeah. It's a key master. Key master. Uh, and then as this is happening, uh, Callie, the mom is actually yeah. meeting Egon's ghost. Yep. Following Egon's ghost and goes down the, the, she discovered, she, she entered this level of the video game where she yep. can go down to the, the, the fireman's pole basement in the shed. So she's following the PKE meter, uh, being led yeah. by, uh, Egon and, and she goes follows the Luxo lamp telling it what and, to do and then she sees this uh this collage of her growing up yes and she's like oh it's so nice all the feels and everything. as she's doing that uh you see smoke coming down yeah it's like billowing it's like the satisfying just heavy <clears throat> fog rolling and, in and and something we learned earlier was that's how the terror dog kind of comes and gets you oh yeah so she turns around right when she's like oh my god you do love me and then terror dog goes <laughs> not that much <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so it looks like the gatekeeper and keymaster have been regenerated. Yes, and they've already learned through the spooky books uh, that uh, that's what gets that, that, that's how that's how Gozer can come back. And as we also learned from the first one, they have to uh, consummate this marriage. Yes, and this is like the best scene too, because like because the, they did it in a in a in a way that brings the uh brings the old one back because yeah the kids came home after i don't know where the hell they were in after yeah. this moment i forget yeah this was a random moment where they, they kinda, just kind of showed up they just kind of showed up and then um they see their mom like breathing heavily like <laughs> she's panting like sigourney like a weaver yeah, yeah. And she's sitting on the sigourney weaver couch like call it yeah and then she's just kind of like she just whispers it like the first time but like she, she's like <laughs> mom are you okay she's like there is no mom there's his own so, yeah, so she grabbed, and the, I think podcast is the one that approached it. Was a podcast? Well, first she says it like spooky. Uh, there is no mom. There is only Zool. Yeah, and then she comes on the podcast for a mom moment. She's like, "Mom, what are you doing?" And then she then she goes like, "Oh, wrong button." Yeah, she makes that noise and just yeets out the window. Yeah. She's like, "Bye." Yeah, and then she just like runs away, like all scary, like. Uh oh, and then while while they were in jail, I forgot to mention that. Uh, oh yeah, that that they that Phoebe had written previously the number down to the Ghostbusters, and she actually talked to Ray. Yes, she talked to Ray. How did we forget that? She calls Ray and speaks to him, and he's like, "Okay, I'm hanging up." And she's like, <gasps> "says words that he likes." Yeah, she's like, "I'm Egon Spangler's uh, daughter, and they're, they're all day uh, or granddaughter. Yeah, yeah. And they're in trouble." Well, uh. But she tells them where they are. Yes, because he knew that this something had happened up in Oklahoma, and it was kind of sad. There was kind of a oh yeah, that was like, like a, a like, falling out, like in the audience, oh. because uh, Ray is like that uh, Egon Spangler, that guy got rotten hell. And but then, like she's like he's dead. He's like oh, and then like it hit you twice because in real life, you know, he's actually dead. Harold Ramis, yeah, yeah. Harold Ramis is gone, and then you're like Egon is gone, and you're like oh. you're like oh man. But uh, but it seemed like uh, you know after he had kids he went kind of crazy and like I said before uh, you know sometimes people have kids and they go crazy and they don't quite work the way they used to, so I think I think that's what happened and he ran off. Yeah. Uh, or but or so we think. 
Yeah, and then um, then they, that, that that was the that was the the phone the one phone call in jail, and the the, yeah. the guy was like, "Who are you gonna call?" <laughs> yeah, when he said that, that was uh that was sheriff. When he he walks up to her <laughs> before she calls him, he's like, "Oh yeah," and the way he says it was in the same like it sounded like the song songy. Yeah, I was like, All right. "Who are you gonna call? Who are you gonna call?" Uh yeah. So so <laughs> since since now we have the gatekeeper and the key master. Mm-hmm. Uh, we find out a little. Oh, that th- that's where they were. They they realized they went to the the mine, and they realized that Egon had built a giant, like oh, out of right. out of the existing. Uh, this movie was actually pretty loaded with stuff. He built a giant, like maybe not a trap, but a uh, like, like a, a a sentry mine, sentry yeah, drone like or whatever. A trigger a trigger. So whenever it seemed like uh, Gozer was going to try to come out of the yeah, he would get thing. zapped by like four or five. Of the proton packs, yeah, and then uh, Evor Shandor was apparently in. Yeah, he was in a glass cage, in a glass it. box, yeah, waiting they, for the. Did you notice who played Evo Shandor? I he, the guy looked familiar. Okay, but I didn't we'll, we'll get him. into it when just, he wakes up. I was just trying to do like in the glass that he was in. I was like, all right, Snow White, what are you doing in there <laughs> in the forest? Yeah, so so they realized that that something was actually keeping Gozer at bay, and yes. uh, since Paul Rudd was possessed, he destroyed the pro- the, the the proximity the mine or whatever, yeah. right? And uh, this was allowing everything to like get started. Yep. Um, so <laughs> then we see uh, Paul Rudd just chilling, <laughs> just chilling it's, on a bunch of rocks. He's Paul Rudd being Paul Rudd, but possessed Paul Rudd. Possessed with a, with a flower in his hair. Yeah, not even a flower. It's like a weed. Yeah, just one just, of those little yellow. You look weeds. like some hippie with a little like. <laughs> and, and then uh, Callie comes and she gets she, the dress from uh, Sigourney Weaver just appears on her. Yeah, sh- she, I, I think she goes and takes off her shirt, but as she does or whatever she's doing, it magically a, appears. Yeah, it's like immediate fog as soon as she rips off her clothes. Like it's in the new dress and you're like, that is hilarious. Yeah, and then Paul Rudd's like, I like your eyes. And they're both like glowing like red eyes. Yeah. <laughs> both got these demon eyes. She's and then, like, and then, are you the gatekeeper? Are you the key master? Yeah. And then like she says something and I'm like growl that I couldn't understand. Yeah, they probably very... dubbed over it. But you just see them both like, you know, all smoochy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, yeah. And then uh, once that happens, like I guess all the ghosts get unleashed throughout mm-hmm. the whole city. And uh that's when they go to get the proton packs back, and since the since the ghosts, I guess, are attacking the city, they yeah, they go back into the uh, the jail, get like their stuff, try to get their car out of impounds, and I guess the police are chasing the ghosts to yeah. no avail, or yeah. whatever. That's what I'm saying. They, there was and there was that pocket where you don't, I don't recall, at least I can't think of any when it showed them actually getting the car back. Was there a spot? Oh. Yes. So the, what okay. happened was while the everyone was chasing the ghosts or whatever. That's when they got their proton pack back because they. Well, I remember that they released the ghost. They released. They released the ghost released to, to the, eat uh, the. This is the video game mechanics. Yeah, solve yeah. the puzzle. So they got the ghost. The ghost came out of the jail, and then they got their stuff back. But the mm-hmm. in the impound was the car, and they just lowered okay. it. And there was uh, at this point, it's um, it's Phoebe, Trevor, Trevor's girlfriend, uh, Lucky. Yeah. And uh, podcast, so all three of them are going to go busting ghosts. Yeah, and ghost and, busting. And at this point, they figured out Egon's like trap. Yeah, like, uh, and then they figure oh, we'll, we'll just go try and trap Gozer again. Yep. You know, okay. So then they go back up, and now they have the trap, and now they find uh, their uh, Mister Gruberson, and they find um, Callie. Callie, uh, and they're they're do- they're doing the thing from the first one. Yeah. And they turn the dogs again. Yeah, they're they're at the altar that you saw in the first one. In the middle of the skyscraper. Yeah, except now it's in the in the mine. Yeah, it's in uh, the mine. And then uh, guess who comes out of the hole when all this go while they meet is uh, Gozer. Oh man, Gozer. Uh, let's see here, Gozer comes out. And uh, you know, did you notice who's pl- so? I didn't notice it first, but my friend knows who Gozer was. Who played Gozer? Who was Gozer? Olivia Munn. Was it Olivia? Yes, Munn? it was Olivia Munn. No way. Yeah, way. I was like, it, I got uh, the Olivia part right. I was like, is that Olivia it was, Wild? It, is Olivia Wilde? No, Olivia Munn. It's Olivia Munn. Really? Actually, now I'm confused. Maybe Olivia Wilde. Let me look at this. Let me look this up. It's one of the Olivias. Now, now I realize there's two of them. Might be Olivia Wilde. Olivia so. Wilde. I was right. I you knew. You were right. <laughs> I got I got my sexy sexy vixens confused. <laughs> Get your Olivia's wrong. Oh, it's okay. Olivia Munn's coming over later. I just uh, got to make sure. That <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> Funny guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got I got them crisscrossed on my on my phone. 
So Olivia one, Olivia two. Damn it, which one's which? Oh, can't yeah. lose though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway. <laughs> they come so in. yes, it was it was one of the Olivias playing Gozer. Yeah. Which I didn't expect to see. I was just like, oh man. And then uh, and then now uh, Ivor Shandor finally comes out. He's like, oh my god, I've been waiting. Played by J.K. Simmons, by the way. Was that J- that was totally J.K. Okay, Simmons. so I was like, is that J.K. Simmons? That was J.K. Simmons. That one I know. He's not on my speed dial. Sexy Olivia one or sexy Olivia two. <laughs> Let, let's see. Did J.K. Simmons play? Is it Ivor? He did. This one I know for a fact. He's even on the thing. Yes, yes, he did. And he's like, oh, we, we can be together now. I've waited. And she just tears him in half. Yeah. <laughs> like without even thinking. I was like, oh, that's a bummer. So this was. At least it wasn't Matt Damon. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, though? It could have been. It could have so easily been Matt Damon. <laughs> Matt Damon could have played Gozer. We wouldn't have known <laughs> until he showed up. Uh, but that was Egon's original trap was to trap one of the terror dogs. You know, now that I think about it, uh. Gozer keeps like falling into the same traps because Gozer's not a god. Okay. <laughs> yeah, she 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 keeps she keeps falling for the same Shaheed? old tricks. Yes, uh, which was uh, Phoebe distracted her with a, a stupid joke. I don't remember that this was, one. I don't either, but um, I do remember. Uh, I don't remember this one, but I do remember um, Gozer asking her if she was ready to die, and she's like, "No, I'm twelve. Are you?" <laughs> yeah, and that's when uh, they rolled the trap and then underneath uh, one of the uh, one one of the, it was uh, under the mom yeah, under Callie under Callie's and they were dog. able to suck the terror dog out of her. So that was actually pretty cool. That was yeah, that was I did not expect that to happen. Yeah, that so that was something that Egon worked out somewhere between uh, the first movie and this one yeah. that you can suck a terror dog off a person, which is pretty <laughs> cool actually. It is, but that's so weird to say out loud. It happened, and <laughs> it then happened. It, actually, since that happened, uh, half of Gozer got evaporated. Yeah, so she became like super ghouly at that point. Yeah, ghouly and completely <clears throat> unstable. More yeah, so. a way that we've never seen her before because I guess it happened differently. Yeah, before because there was no gatekeeper. Actually, who was the? I, I guess there was no gatekeeper or keymaster. That's why we couldn't actually see her. Yes. the first time. That's why she was a evil dead force uh, drafter. Um, so they they go back to the main trap, and I remember watching when this happened. Yeah, like I know they didn't fix the problem. Yeah, I knew. Like when I knew I, it wasn't going to work because they like, they didn't oh, like. Man. Oh, he didn't. So he we're didn't talk- tie this. Yeah, we're talking about the first trap that we're introduced to when this movie starts. The one, the one that Egon gets killed because he didn't, he, yeah, he didn't do teamwork, dreams work. Yeah, he did it all by himself and he failed by himself. Yeah, all for one and he failed. But yeah, so this wasn't remedied, and you're that was that will stick in the back of your head the entire time of this movie because you know that big thing is going to be a plot device. Yeah, so they so they they drive back to the farm, which is apparently one big trap. Yes. Um dirt trap yeah one big dirt trap oh, it's not a farm it's a trap it's a trap <laughs> it's a trap oh, it's a, i gotta get uh I, you know i gotta get a uh, admiral akbar button <laughs> it's a trap <laughs> <laughs> we need admiral akbar That'd yeah great i'm gonna do that uh but anyway uh so they they lead her there and um they they try the trap thing and it kind of works and then it breaks just like it did with egon yeah, of course and to me this is where the movie just kind of broke down a little bit i really feel like they needed they needed some more. They need some more writing. A couple of more, because yeah. this is an iconic moment. They could have shortened it up in the front end and extended this a little. I'll, bit. I'll go over what they could have done, but we'll, we'll go however it is in the movie. Yeah, but they fail, and it looks like all hope is lost. Gozer's going to eat them because mm-hmm. it's it's assimilated Lucky, so now it has a gatekeeper and a key master. Yep. So she's back in full form, not doing anything. By the way, she could yeah. have easily sick the terror dogs. She's and standing there, them. just eyeballing. She everybody. didn't go over and tear anyone in half again. And then. Uh, what do you hear? Uh, what did they say? Well, they said something. Did you miss us? Oh, yeah. Something like that. Something like that. Yeah. The Ghostbusters. The OG Ghostbusters. Yeah, we Ray see, Stans and Winston. Yeah, we see them are standing there. right there and you're like, ah. Oh. Yeah, and you see the the, uh, the Stay Puft men. They're like, oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. Like, they're, like they're fans of the Ghostbusters. Yeah, well, I mean, everyone is. <laughs> And then uh, Ray gets asked the, the the classic question, "Are you a god?" And all the ones like Ray, come on, you got this yeah, one, dude. Ray, was, I could not stop laughing. I didn't even get like, to hear him say it. Yes, and then he pulled his like, "You are in violation of uh, the Somerville Penal Code uh, farming equipment." Well, out, and yeah. Like, please, he does he does his Ray stance thing? Please vacate. And I was like, oh. And then then uh, 
And then, uh, what's his name? Uh, Bill Murray, uh, mm-hmm. Peter. He was. He said something weird, like, we could have hooked up, but like we got rid of you that last time, so like yeah, he, we could have been a power couple. Yeah, he was totally... He played his character again super well, man. He was his character. Yeah, and then they did their cross the streams thing to try and toast her again, yep. but I guess they didn't have enough streams this time. They didn't time. have the fourth one. They didn't have the fourth one, and she was actually able to untie them, and then they all like flew backwards. Yeah, actually, I was like rough when I saw them hit the car. Yeah, <laughs> I, I remember like, that one oh, no, kid is old. like, oh my god, are they dead? <laughs> I was like, my thoughts exactly, kid. That was some old dude. That would have been terrible if they died. It was like, uh, it was, it was like, it would have been like when uh, Johnny Depp died in Twenty One Jump Street. Oh no! Like, oh, he's here. He's like, oh no, he's gone. Yeah, I'm bye bye. Uh, but they're okay, and they try yeah. to like sweet talk her for like a minute, and then like she like zaps like Winston, who tried to like zap her. He's like, oh, good try, Winston. Yeah, get him right in the hand. And uh, that's when I guess the kids realize that they gotta use that th- thing as a capacitor. I'm not sure was it Finn Wolfhard, but no, it was. It was Phoebe. She was shooting Gozer, and then yeah. I think Finn Wolfhard was. Remember the little zapper that I was talking about? That's yeah. what he used to kill the marshmallow men. The zapper oh, on the top yeah, of the, the PKE meter because yeah, it yeah. never worked right, and it finally did to zap right. the marshmallow men. Yeah, he was zapping them in the in the Ecto one. Yeah, and that's when Finn Wolfhard figured out what a capacitor was. Remember, she's like, "You never read books." I guess apparently he read a book, figured <laughs> out how to charge the capacitor, and then used the uh, the proton pack to charge the thing up. Yep. And that's when uh, Phoebe was holding Gozer in place, yes. and Ghost Egon shows up. Yeah. So, real quick. So, yeah. So for this one, this is my Harry Potter moment right here. We have Gozer shooting out her its spell, and then we have Phoebe shooting her proton pack. And in Harry Potter, this is a total Voldemort versus Harry Potter. They're trying to kill each other here, or rather, Harry Potter's trying to stop him and. Voldemort trying to kill him. So we have that. And then we have um, Egon show up and he's holding Phoebe's hand. And in Harry Potter, his parents show up. And this is a goblet of fire, if you guys know this. Mm-hmm. They show up along with you know all the other characters to do this. Anyone that's been killed by by um, Voldemort, aka we'll say Gozer here, to help out. So just want to say that. We are right back to our schedule show. Yeah, and she's holding him steady. And then not only that. Uh, at some point while they're holding Gozer and then they're getting the trap like ready again, yeah. like he rejoins the four Ghostbusters. Oh, man. And the way they did it, guys, is the cameras like they're all lined up just slightly off by one another. So if you're looking straight down at their heads, they're all just just in yeah, line well, with each other. Yeah, And then like Winston like nudges like Ray and Ray's and then they look. And, and then eventually, like Peter looks, he's like, "I thought you'd show up sooner or later." Yeah, man. And the whole—I don't know about you, but the whole time this is happening, I'm like, "Don't cry, don't cry, don't cry." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then you know, I go—I went back to thinking about like movies where there's good ghosts and bad ghosts. Like yeah. the, the good ghosts can move on, the bad ghosts, you know, yeah. could st- stay and become evil, almost like Casper rules, which included Ray as a Ghostbuster, by the way. But anyway, oh yeah, if you've ever yeah. seen that Casper movie. I actually just bought it. Really? <laughs> yeah, Casper. With Christina Ricci? Yeah. I Weird. Guess the original one, yeah. How ironic. But anyway, yeah, yeah, Ray was an unhappy Ghostbuster in that movie very briefly. Okay, I need to. Oh, I will need to rewatch that movie. It was on sale on iTunes for like, I don't know, I think it was like three bucks. All right. Well, anyway. Uh, so yeah, they 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 <laughs> they do all that, uh, and they they're able to get the trap to work. They suck Gozer in, and she gets stuck in like a bunch of traps. Like she just gets stuck yeah. in one. She, like the whole the whole thing is like mined with these traps. Yeah, so it's like a grid of traps on this dirt plot that is right in front of the door to the house, and we see this just everything lights up. And apparently, Gozer was made of a ton of different ghosts because. She's getting ripped apart. Yeah, either that or she just literally was ripped apart. Yeah, or ripped apart. Uh, that, yeah. That's how I took it. Yeah, um, I was like, oof. But uh, that happened, and then the whole terror dog thing from the first one, where uh, where there was just a shell around yeah, uh, the Paul shell. Rudd and Lucky, so uh, they were able to break that apart, and then they're they're fine. Yep. And then everyone has a tender moment with Egon. She she he sees her daughter again, sees her grandson. Yeah. He, he doesn't say anything. And to me, it didn't. He looked more like a force ghost, yeah, than like a bad ghost. And he also it, it didn't look phony to me. You no, know? it looked really good, and, and I like that they had him not speak. Just because, you know, and throughout the movie, he's helping out, but he's not speaking, obviously. He's not speaking, and you only see him really in silhouette yes. in the beginning when he's alive. Yeah, so he's not speaking. I mean, you, you never assume he's going to speak. At least I didn't assume they were going to make his ghost speak because it would just keep the emotion there. I, I feel that if he spoke, it would have broken the emotion. So 
I'm over here trying not to weep, watching him get a hug his daughter, and it was it was so cool because you start seeing him just sparkle away. He sparkles away, and you know what that reminded me of? Tell me, Lion King. <laughs> he turned into An- the stars. Another one. <laughs> uh, so to me, he was a good ghost. He yeah. he found his purpose. He got his family together, and he had no more unfinished business. Yep. In this world, uh, so that that was good, and uh, I'm not sure exactly how. Well, then Winston tells the car, goes to the oh. car and touches it, and is like, he's like, "Baby, what happened to you?" Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna take you back and show you some love or something like that. Yeah, uh, and then I, I guess it just kind of, the movie. Yeah, oh yeah, the movie just sort of goes up, and then then you see the stars, like like I said, Lion King. Yep. Then it says Ghostbusters, and that's when the song. So good. And then the song plays. Okay, so the song plays over just in credits and just some exposition of like Evo Shandor and like the the mine and everything. And then it has the cast and including Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, and uh, well, we forget the scene where the um, we're seeing the the Ecto one driving into New yeah, York. Yeah, yeah, so that was good. That was, <laughs> but the, the the cast at the very end it says uh, and Sigourney Weaver and like Sigourney Weaver's not <laughs> first post credit sequence, <laughs> and it's that scene where Bill Bill Murray is doing the the psychic test, yeah. but it's Sigourney Weaver, uh, her Dana Barrett. In her old apartment, by the way, from uh, Ghostbusters 2, it looked almost identical. Oh, really? I didn't so, notice that. Yeah, because they, they, they didn't play the Ghostbusters 2 happened exactly, but it did happen. So yeah. so we'll definitely hear more from that. Um, but but she's doing the electroshock thing, but this time uh, uh, Bill Murray is on the other side getting shocked. Yeah. And then he got every single one right. She's like, did you mark these cards? He's like, uh, no. And then she just kept shocking him. Yeah, just, just, I don't have a shock him. button, but like. <laughs> he's like, Yeah. <laughs> And then that was that scene. And then there was a, po- a post post credit sequence, which I actually think was probably the better of the. I didn't get to see this one, but you can tell me. I so something that we found out earlier in the movie was uh, Winston, uh, who actually is my favorite Ghostbuster in a way, uh, actually became like a wealthy business person. Yeah, that's what we hear. And that's what they alluded to. Uh, and it ended with actually a scene from the first Ghostbusters that was cut Okay. with um, Janine giving Egon a lucky coin. And he's like, she's like, just in case, like, you need extra luck. Here's the coin, and it was actually yeah. him. You know, it was like the it was the original like scene, but it was yeah. cut. And he's like, don't you like? He's got that stupid like I don't say stupid voice. But he's like that deep voice. He's like, what if I don't come back? She's like, I got two, and then like she hugged him, and then um, that's and, cool. And then they smash cut to them in present day. Yeah, uh, Janine in Winston's office, oh. and and, uh, and then she's like, yeah, you know, I always liked Egon. He was such a great guy. He's like, oh man, like. I know I'm a wealthy businessman and like I know like life's been good, but like I'm a ghostbuster at heart. And, oh, and then and then dang. and then uh, Janine's like, yeah, I know. Like, how long have you been paying for uh, Ray's like stupid store? He's like, he'll turn a profit one day. Who knows? Oh man, that's so yeah. cool. And, and then he's like, you know what? I think like we gotta like fix things up and yeah. like things gotta change. And then you see him. Uh, you see the doors open from the inside of the firehouse. Yeah, Man, I kind of teared. I think about. It. Yeah, no, you see man. the you see the doors open to the inside of the firehouse, and then the Ecto one comes in, oh, and you see just like Winston in there, just like I'm gonna take care of you. Oh, I got goosebumps. Yeah, right, that, man. And then they then then like that's kind of like how that scene ends. Yeah, and then the camera's like pans down to the grid, oh. and the grid just has like it's just like a dormant. Yeah, and then the then the light goes me me me. And that's how it ended. Oh, damn it. I wish I'd seen that. Well, I guess I got to go watch it again. Oh, that was so. Uh, yeah. So I I think like my biggest complaint was this scene was very ham handed, though. Like the, 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 the reentrance of the Ghostbusters, I should say. Yeah, that was that was the clunkiest part about this. There was a scene. There was a to me. There was a I hate to say this, but a Saturday Night Live sketch where you ever see the Chappelle show? You ever see Chappelle? Oh, show? Yeah. yeah. Where he was in a field. He was Negan from uh, The Walking Dead. Like it was a sketch, but it was Chappelle. I don't think I saw this one. Okay, but it was from Saturday Night Live. Okay. And he was Negan. And uh, the people that he was going to beat up mm-hmm. were all his old characters from Chappelle show. <laughs> Serious? Yeah. And and it was nice, like seeing them all back. Yeah. You know, yeah. like they're, 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 here they are, like 10, 15 years later. Yeah. But he's Negan also. Yeah. You know? <laughs> And to me, it just seemed like a very short sketch. Like we're yeah. gonna, you know, everybody's here fifteen years later, um, and uh, it just it didn't seem like it felt right. So I feel like what they should have done in this mm-hmm. was actually show them coming. I know it was like supposed to be a reveal, 
but they should have showed them coming up in the Ecto-2, which we know was probably how they came. Because yeah. There was an Ecto-2. Yeah, and they had all their own gear. Yeah, from the Ecto-2, right? Yes. Um, and they should have, like, driven into town and maybe not even shown them, but you knew who it was. Yeah, like, and I thought, like, if they had done that, them driving into town, the camera pans out, you just hear Bill Murray's voice say something. But even though, I'll tell you what they would say. Because if you remember from the, at least every Ghostbuster up until here, the whole city needed them. Yeah. And the city needed them here too. They did show ghosts. Yeah. In the in the town. But they didn't show what happened. So they, they should have driven into town and like shown everybody like, oh my God, what do we do? Who, yeah, who are we going to call? And then the Ecto-2 shows up. Yeah. Like it looks brand new because yeah, they, it would have been Winston, Winston keeping it somewhere, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. And, and then the... I can see it played on my head. Now. Just, just showing the townspeople, like, oh no, the ghosts, and, and it's like, well, it looks like we got the right town. That you know? would have been perfect. Don't even show them. It's here, Bill Murray. It looks like we got the right town. Yeah, that's. I wouldn't. Have, it would have just been the best thing right there. And then the ghosts, but they, they should have followed them into the end. Yeah. Like it should because everyone had the city backing them, right? Yeah. Uh, and then the post, the instead of having the uh, the Ecto one driving back into town. Yeah. And just doing uh, postcards, they should have had a ghost busting montage of them cleaning up the city with all the family. That would have been. Oh, cool. it would have been like, oh, where's that button? Oh, oh, to the song because that's what they been, did in every uh, Ghostbusters movie. So good. Yeah, it would have been like. I think that would have that was that would have turned the movie into. Uh, I think a perfect movie, uh, not a perfect movie, but it would it would have it would have definitely satisfied. Fans like us, yeah, because they they would, it would they, I mean, they were already there would have been one more ghost busting montage, which this movie yeah. didn't have, and it would have had a, a reason to introduce like a thousand more ghosts, yeah. and then uh, you know one of the post credit sequences could have been like, oh, I'm reading one more, and then like okay, there it is, and they see like yeah. trash cans Doom. moving, Doom. and then they see it's Slimer. It would have been great. <laughs> well, let's man. take out this guy. Yeah. <laughs> like no, not Slimer. Uh, so I think that was good. Um, and the. I did like the Egon ghost. A lot of people didn't like the Egon I ghost. I did too, man. It was so well done. Um, and and I just wanted to like see what his family said just before I you know I start talking like you know out of my ass or whatever. Yeah. But his daughter, I'm gonna say, uh, ultimately it leaves us feeling. Uh, ultimately it leaves us with the feeling that the people we love are always with us and they don't go away. Oof. That's what she said about him. And I yeah. and I, uh, she also I, I read like the whole article and she was saying like it's not her dad it's Egon yeah and it's like the, the you know it's it's like a representation of it and it's a way of seeing him again and people have portraits of people who die all the time and they have yeah. memorials and this was respectful enough to where he wasn't like gaudy yeah because if you see Harold Ramis like in his like posthumous pictures and all this stuff he's not this narrow kind of guy that he's represented yeah. here he's you know he's a jovial guy that's lived the good life you know and all this stuff so it makes sense that they would design the egon the way egon. yeah because egon is obviously you see his boots before he dies you see the the clothes he's wearing albeit in a very dark scene they i believe they represented him perfectly because his beard is all stubbly he's he looks weathered but not you know, like he still looks soft in the eyes like human. Yeah. So to me, uh, I don't think they, what do you call, uh, they did not general Tarkin him. They, no. they, they didn't, they didn't resurrect him just to be a yeah. one more check off the, uh, the, the fanboy. Yeah. That character needed closure and more like Paul Walker needed closure at the yeah. end of fast and furious. Yes. So to me, it, it worked because you don't need to have him again now. Yeah. And it and it works better as a and they signed him off at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, which left you. I I feel like it left you more invested in the current state of these characters versus being like just waiting. Oh, okay, when when are all the Ghostbusters going to show up? Yeah, and and like like the Dark Knight uh, Rises, uh, they never acknowledged Heath Ledger's death. Yeah, uh, they they never acknowledged the death of the Joker. Yeah. Right, so there was always like a Joker sized hole yes. in that movie. And all you had to do was just acknowledge it in some way. Uh, maybe he died in prison or something like that. Yeah. Because that was that was the 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 maybe, crux of it. Maybe he met his bane. I uh, we'll we'll get into what what we could have done. That should be another show. What yeah, we, a, what could have we done better? Peel back the onion. On we'll that start one. with Dark Knight Rises on that one. Yeah. Do you have any other burning? No, I don't, man. No, I don't. Was uh, a day. All right. Well, it was a day. So I'll, I'll start with the letter grades here. It might be a little long. So let's hear. I'm going to give it a B plus, a welcome entry in the Ghostbusters movie universe, 
The movie suffers from some odd character choices and going overboard, uh, choosing nostalgia over quality in some parts. Either way, this is a very welcome installment in the Ghostbusters series, and I want to see more. Oh, nice. Okay, so I'm also giving this one a B plus. I said while it wasn't while I wasn't ready for a coming of age movie presented in the Ghostbusters universe, I'm glad this movie did just that. It gave me a sense of wonder I felt was shared with the young cast, as we all got to experience the mythos of the Ghostbusters come to life. This movie will never beat the original thanks to an overdrawn first act, but I can wholly recommend this one based on its third act. Yeah, and and like I said uh, at the top of the show, the first one was like one of the best movies ever made. I don't think we can get close to that. Yeah, man. It's um, it's rough. Like all the nuances in the writing, yeah. the acting. It, it, was, it, it was, was lightning in a bottle. Yeah, it was um, match made in heaven. And uh, it definitely was better than Ghostbusters 2, which, mm-hmm. which some people choose to, to forget about. Uh, this movie maybe kind of did a little bit of that too, but it yeah. was, it, it, it goes, goes to show you how much Ghostbusters 2016 dropped the ball Man. with an iconic property. Yeah, and some people will disagree with that. I've heard it. Watch the first Ghostbusters and then try to watch that. You'll understand what we're talking about. I say watch the first Ghostbusters, then watch this one, and then stop. <laughs> I would I would also agree with that. And too. you know what? Uh, Ghostbusters two has its moments. It does. It's not a. It's it's just a. Eh, it's okay movie. It was a money grab for me. It was a money grab, but Ghostbusters twenty sixteen. Uh, very very forgettable yeah and I, I feel like they they knew they had to kind of yeah just do a do a do a hail mary to, to erase that there. Yeah. but anyway uh remember to like share subscribe hit that uh bell notification uh once again i am your host mark robocaba for mr ao panetta you've just listened to our hot take on ghostbusters afterlife uh for clubhouse movies podcast we will catch you next time